Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want you to look at Ephesians 2 and 6 and the Passion Translation. Okay? Ephesians 2 and 6 and the Passion Translation. And we've been talking about maintaining your heavenly identity. Maintaining your heavenly identity. You've been given a heavenly identity, so there's steps. Okay? All right? Ephesians 2, 6. And I'm going to read this, and then we're going to go understand this thing. He said, he raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him in the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. For we are now co-seated as one with Christ. Now, now I want you to pause. First, it's a discovery, okay? Then it must be a mind maintenance. You must maintain this thinking, Okay? Is that all right? So write that down. First, it's a discovery. Have I discovered that I'm seated with Christ? Okay? Now, you might say, well, I know that. That's simple. Okay? But check this out. This is big. And you know these scriptures because we looked at some of these. Um, okay? So you got that, right? Now look at Philippians 2 and 5. And we're going to go back to that a couple times. Philippians 2 and 5. Philippians 2 and 5. Y'all know it. Maybe you don't know what it says, but when you see it, you're going to say, oh, I know that one. Okay? Because he talks about let this mind be in you. Okay? And King James is fine. Let this mind be in you. And I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Who being, look at it, look at the next word. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robber to be equal with God. Stop right there. See what I'm saying? It's like, okay, now this is the, this is the, 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 the crux of the thing. Like, you know, this is where the, the bend comes towards you, and then you got to kind of go with the bend. Okay, check this out. This is huge. Okay? What he was saying was, I don't have a problem elevating my mind to the place where God wants me to be. If God didn't want me to be there, he never would have told me about that. So when he says he raised you up and exalted you, that was his do- job, okay? He, from, he raised us up from the death of sin into a righteous position. We've been connected through Jesus. So righteousness was God's idea. So once I get a righteousness understanding, I don't have an unrighteous attitude in my heart, in my head. Because he's talking about shared honor and shared authority. That's huge. If God didn't want to share his honor with us, he never would have did it. But he did because he wanted to. So now why, why are you going to live beneath that position? Well, you don't either, A, you don't know it, or B, you don't have a revelation of it. Is that okay? So this is why we're transforming ourselves. We're transforming ourselves to understand. What are we trying to understand? Well, we're trying to understand who we are in Christ. And this is big. I'm going to find you in the scripture because this thing's going to knock it out of the park. Okay? 
Because this is what you got to understand. Because he wants you to have an understanding of um, this revelation of identification. And the big thing is, if we don't have this identification, man, you'll mess this thing up. Because you'll live beneath. Is that okay? Because honor, honor was given to you through Jesus Christ. Authority was given to you through Jesus Christ. And this, this thing will change you here. Look at 2 Peter 1.17. Okay? Because this is where your mentality, King James is great. Um, so this is, this is now, now we said we're going to not live beneath where Christ wants us to sit, right? We said, he said, sit there. He said, I'm going to give you honor and power, right? He said, let this mind be in you also, which was in Christ Jesus, right? 2 Peter 1.17. For he received, now this is talking about Jesus, from God the Father, honor and glory. Where the, when, when there came a voice to him from excellent glory, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Well, now you're the son of God. He gave you what? Honor and glory. Now, people, when you talk like that, say, no, that was Jesus. No, wait a minute now. If, he, if I'm seated with him, he's the head, I'm the body. The body and the head can't separate, then we're one. If he didn't want to share this spot, he should have told me, go sit at the end of the table. This is what, is, this is what I'm trying to get you to understand. Is it about elevating myself is the problem this? Is the problem elevating yourself too far? Probably not. The problem is you're not elevating yourself not, en not enough. This is where he wants you to go. And because of religion, we dumb it down and we don't take this spot. You got to get out of your natural mind and get in the spiritual mind and walk into victory of this thing. Otherwise, you're going to be a mess. You're going to be a complete mess. So don't go there. Okay? So here's the force. You can only identify through the word of God. You cannot identify, you cannot identify in any other um, thought process without being filtered through the word of God. Because otherwise, you're going to, you're going to, you see, it's like a, almost like, um, you know, like, maybe you make coffee with a filter, you know what I mean? When you, when, you know, it catches the grinds and the coffee comes out the other side and it's like, you don't want to be drinking grinds in your coffee. So when you put the filter in there and then the water flows through the filter and the only thing that comes out in the body is liquid gold come on somebody right that coffee's down there in the bottom but the grinds are up in there in, in in the filter right okay you gotta have the filter the filter is identification okay and this stuff all this all this stuff comes through that filter if the identification filter is messed up you're gonna have contamination here so you gotta have a filter this filter is identification well, I can't believe that about myself. 
doesn't identify with the word of God. Well, I can't think that about myself, doesn't identify with the word of God. I can't say that out of my mouth, doesn't identify with the word of God. I can't even go there, doesn't identify with the believer. See, this is the thing, because this is the problem with people. You get to a spot sometimes as a believer, and you don't have a revelation, and then you don't have a governor of that revelation, and now you're over there talking sick, and talking broke, and talking lack, talking not enough, talking this, talking that, talking, talking, talking about stuff you shouldn't be talking about. You're going to have to fight. Here's a big one, man. you got to fight for this revelation because everything in the earth is going to be like, well, who do you think you are? This seat and in the heavenly places is not a figment of your imagination. It's the position Jesus Christ gave you. This ain't no figure of speech. No, it is a reality to the believer that understands because of our union with Christ. We, we reap the benefits of this position and his authority because he put us there. Now, nah, man, people don't want to go there, though. Now, right, check this out. This revelation grows based upon um, the, the portion of faith you understand. So, so you, don't, you, don't, you don't grow in this because it's, um, it's something you work for. It's you have a belief system in this now that you keep reprogramming yourself and, and understanding who you are, and now it changes everything about your life. This new quality of life starts to permeate in your identity. It changes your mind, man. Nah, I, I, I ain't rolling like that no more. You know, let me show you what, what happened, right? Pastor Liz made me laugh. She asked me something the other, the other day. She goes, man, I don't ever uh, remember, um, I don't remember, and I just said this to her, it's funny. She's like, I don't remember this kind of, we were, it's kind of like, I don't want to get so transparent, it can almost come across kind of different, and I don't want to be like that, but I know what I'm talking about, so I got to word it right. She's like, man, we, we were here. I said, yeah, but I said, now we're here and are thinking. And there's stuff here that in a season of life, that's all we saw. So we talked in here. We lived in here. We responded in here. I'm going to say something to you. You had, you had a lifestyle here. You had a look here. You ain't got that look when you get here. Well, you have disciplines here, but you got greater disciplines when you get here. You have a mindset here, but then once you change your game, it changes. Look, bro, it changes everything about you, your character. When I was here, I had a way to talk. Now I'm here, I got a different talk. You got to look. I had a look over here. Come on, somebody. I got a better look over there. I'm polished, man. My notes were here. Now my notes are here. My thinking was here, but now my thinking is there. My performance in the earth was here, but now my, what, what did you do? Got a revelation of next level glory and broke limitation off my life. 
I had, I had, I had, I'm going to be transparent. Some of you ain't going to like this. I had disciplines here. Now I got disciplines there. I had relationships here, but now I got relationships there. Changes every single thing about your life based upon the proportion of faith and basically has changed my, your, your new identity permeates out of you and you don't even know it, it's a law. It's, and, and, and it tracks a different level of thinking, of people, of just everything because now you've let this mind become a gravitational pull. It changes your mind. This ain't automatic, man. And it's probably one of the most difficult things to do because you fight against patterns of things. You change your paradigm. You shift your paradigm. And now your paradigm becomes a brand new way of thinking that you didn't have before. But the bottom line is this, is that you're changing your mind, your will, and your emotions through the renewing of your mind from the word of God. And it's identification. You know what I mean? Because there's things you start, you start, you start changing into a different person. And now, what? This is a big one too. I don't, um, I don't come into situations with my own opinion. I only have the word of God. You know how long that takes to reprogram your head? Like, what's the Bible say about that? What's the Bible say about this? Now you can't sit there and just you know start quoting the word of God to people or something like that because they might not believe what you do. But my identification. It's, it's this, it's a complete union with Christ and basically it is the application of his substitutionary sacrifices which he did for me. So he died, I died. He was buried, I was buried. He suffered, I'm going to suffer. That's why somebody, sometimes you guys suffer and you're like, why I got to suffer? Well, he suffered. Y'all want the benefits, you got to go through some of the pain, man. You know? Well, he's alive, I'm alive. He was seated, I am seated. He died on a cross, I died on a cross. Man, you get so wrapped in identification, you're going to come out thinking you're Christ. You know, I'm going to tell you something here. This, I'm telling on myself. So I got born again in 94. Now, I do not suggest this for anyone, but I'm going to tell you what happened, okay? And you could do whatever you want to do. All right. So I get born again in 94. I don't even know where to go to church. Thank God you guys got relevant. There was no relevant when I, when I got saved. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I, I kind of just figured out, well, you know what? If you get, I got saved, got filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? I'm shot out, bro. So I go, man, I go, I guess I got to try to connect the dots. So I'm like, okay, I'll, um, I'll start reading the Bible. Now, when I got that Bible, bro, that was the biggest book I ever read in my life. I was like, I do not see this lasting, you know, because I was like, I did not go to church. Because, I'm just telling you because nobody told me to go to church. But I'm going to tell you right here now, though, the moment I went to church, I never stopped going. So that's what I'm saying. So you not need people got an excuse. Watch online is different. We didn't have online back then. Watching online is just as good as going. Come on. You understand what I'm saying? So I started reading the Bible. I'm reading the Bible three, four hours a day. 
I'm just telling you, this is not you. This is not, oh, good meal, Patrick, you're awesome. It's not about that. I'm just telling you what I'm, I'm shot out. I'm coming home from work, and I'm reading the Bible. Like, just say I started reading at 6. I'm reading from 6 to 10 every night. I'm just diving in this thing, man. I didn't know nothing. I, didn't, I, thought, Joe, Job, I thought Job was get a job. I thought Mal, Malik, Malachi. I don't know who Malachi was. I still don't know some of them names. You know what I mean? I, I, I wasn't smart enough to skip over them like I am now. You know, I was like, the book of Job, I'm like, my dad's going to love this because he said, you don't work, you don't eat. He knew scripture back in the day, right? So I was like, man, this is pretty wild. So here I go, right, on this journey. So I start reading the Bible, pure, man, pure. So somehow I knew enough, I don't know how, Man, you better start in New Testament and, and try to figure this thing out. So I start reading this Bible four months into it, right? I'm, re- I'm, I'm, bro, I'm reading every night. Day in a day, I'm missing morning, night, anytime I can catch it. And literally, I get this, I, 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 I got this. Now, just hear me, man. You don't think I'm out there. I, I'm reading this thing so pure. Like, I have no religion. I don't have nobody telling me different. So I read the Bible, and I came away. I never forget this. I shut the book. I go, this thing is baffling me. And this was, my, this was the thing that was challenging me. I said, I think I'm Jesus Christ in the earth. That is literally what I said out of my mouth. That's right then I thought I was crazy. I said, how in the heaven can you think you're Jesus Christ in the earth? It was simple. Because I read the Bible without religion. I could do what he said I can do. We can lay hands on the sick. He's in me. I'm in him. No, ye not. Your body's the temple of God. I'm reading this book so pure without religion. I'm like, I must be Jesus in the earth because this book is telling me I'm Jesus in the earth. And it's exactly what it's telling you. I went to church. They dumbed it down. Because they weren't thinking like we think here at Relevant. But I literally was like, I'm Jesus Christ in the earth. That is literally what came out of my mouth. I thought it was so bad to think that I was rebuking myself. I was grieved, man. I was messing myself up. I was like, you shouldn't think like that. You're losing it. You're prideful. You're a mess. What do you mean? And man, that is exactly what it's saying. I, I, I was like, I can do what he said I can do. I can have what he said I can have. I can believe I receive what I brought. I, I was downloading this stuff. My identification with Christ was not tainted by religion or some jerked up teaching. So therefore it was pure. Now I'm trying to get back to where I was in the beginning, man. When Jesus Christ ascended into heaven with his precious blood, he produced eternal redemption for us through his substitutionary death and his resurrection. Now, everything I got was because of that. Hallelujah. Are you here? Man, that'll set you ablaze. People are like, well, you know, hmm. When Jesus sat at the right hand of the Father, he was perfectly redeemed. So when Jesus says to me and you, we're seated, that's perfect redemption. 
So in God's eyes, you've been perfectly redeemed for eternity. The legal identification with Christ was based upon his redemptive work. So the legal identification for me to identify with that was based upon what Jesus did on the cross through redemption. How were we legally, watch this, how were we legally, think of this, man, this is good teaching. How in the heaven were we, we were connected to Adam through legal identification in the fall. Now, we understand that we are connected to Christ because of legal identification based upon legal redemption from spiritual death. So if you got labeled identified with Adam when Adam was the only way, now with Christ in the new birth, you got a brand new way. Don't identify with Adam anymore. You're not him. He's not you. Identify with Christ because you identify with him in the new birth more than you do Adam. So what is this law of identification? Remember we talked about that in the first week? It is this. It is the legal side of what redemption has provided. It unveils to me and you what God did in Christ for us. From the time he went to the cross until the time he sat down at the hand, right hand of the Father. Now, what is this understanding for me and you now? It becomes our reality. Today, I'm seated in heavenly place with Christ. But you look like you're sitting in front of me. Well, do I look saved to you right now sitting in front of you? I am. He did that 2,000 years ago. I accepted it, transformed my life. Are you seeing this? So what does that mean? It's not based upon what you see. It's based upon what I received. I'm just as saved here today right now, but you don't see it. I'm just as righteous sitting here right now, but you don't see it. I'm just identified right now with Christ seated at the right hand of the Father. Come on, man, but you don't see it. This ain't a natural man's eyes thing. This is a spiritual understanding and implementation of what he's done. I was crucified with Christ. You were judged. You were condemned. Because this is what happened to him on the cross. He was judged. He was condemned. He was cast out. He was stripped naked. He was nailed to a cross. Hmm. That's big. So are you. Well, what's that mean now? I got no shame. I got no guilt. I got no, look, okay, you've been judged. Now I cannot be condemned. I'm justified. You were condemned. Can't go there, man. I've been justified. I've been judged to never be judged again. I was condemned to be made righteous. I was cast out to never be forsaken. I was stripped naked, so now I can put on. I was nailed to the cross, so now I can be redeemed. You were with him. Oh, you can't say that. That's sacrilege. That's mean. Pastor Chris, you're, yeah, that's not true. Yeah, it is. I was there in spirit. And so were you.
Paul understood his identification with Christ all the way across the board. What do you think Romans 6, 6 says? Go to Romans 6, 6, King James. You're going to love this. This makes sense. Man, when you read it, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth you should not serve sin. You got power over all this stuff. Knowing this, our old man was what? Crucified with him. The body of sin has been done away with. We don't need to longer live in that bondage. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Why? Victory. You died with him. Look at verse 5. Go to Romans 6, 5. It's right above it. You're going to love this. It's, just, it's the death. For if we have been what? Planted together in the likeness of his death, that's Jesus in you. We shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. That's, how else can you get around that? Look at verse 4. Therefore, look at this. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death. You know when you get water baptized, you're really, you're really making a public profession that you were baptized into death, even though it spiritually already took place? When you go into water, you go and die and come back up. It's symbolic of your death and resurrection. That like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in this newness of life. Believe in what? It's a type of burial with Christ. What is baptism here? That's Colossians 2.12. Look at Colossians 2.12. It says the same thing. Colossians 2, I think it says, having been buried with him in, yeah, 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 yeah. Buried with him in baptism, also you are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who had raised him from the dead. He raised you from the dead. That's the new birth. So baptism is a type of our burial with Christ. So when you go in that water, you're what? Joining together the type of burial of Christ. When his body laid in the tomb. Come on. He paid the penalty that was due me and you. He was the only one that could adequately pay man's penalty and meet the demands of justice because he had been identified with man. The penalty he paid was not his, but man's, with whom he had what been made one. In the mind of God, it was you and I there in the place of torment, bearing the judgment that was due us on the basis of identification. The man who receives the redemptive work of Christ need not to go to hell, but goes free, while the man who refuses Christ's redemption on behalf must go there. When the penalty of man's high treason was paid, man was free from the bondage of Satan. Dude, it don't get no better than that, bro. I ain't got nothing else. That's it. That's, what I, that's it for tonight, man. There ain't nothing else to say. Meditate on that. 
marinated in that. When the penalty had been paid, man stood before God justified and declared righteous. That's it. Not because of what I did, not because of what you did, but because of what Jesus did on the cross. I'm telling you, it's life changing. If you could ever allow yourself to, now this is going to be the force of the whole month and a lot of this year, we're going to be doing series that are going to get identification. I'm going to pound it into you. Identify, identify, identify. So now here's where you're going to start asking yourself three, three questions. Is my thinking identifying with Christ? Just write that down. Here's your thing all week long. Does that kind of thinking in your head, right? You go to pray for somebody, oh, maybe. Does that identify with Christ or identify with your past performance? Does my thinking identify with Christ? First and foremost, as a man thinketh in his heart. Two, does my believing identify with Christ? Well, I don't think I can ever. Now, it goes beyond thinking to believing, and then I'm going to show you speaking. So my thinking, does my thinking identify with Christ in his word? Find out what it says. Does my believing identify with Christ in his word? Well, nothing good happens for me. That's not just a thought. That's a belief. Thoughts become beliefs unless they're challenged. Then you got to ask yourself, does my speaking identify with Christ? Sick, broke, busted, disgusted, divorced, mess. No, stop talking all that mess. So does my, number one, does my thinking identify with what Christ says? I don't know what Christ said. Google it. Does my believing identify? I don't know what the Bible said. You better cut it out. You don't know what the Bible said. Does, oh, I can't live there. Your believing's jacked up. Who told you that? I can't, the doctor said, some of you, I, I said it Wednesday night, last Wednesday night. You identify with sickness. You identify, you, some of you, now listen to me, man. Look, I'm not being rude, and I know a lot of people go through so. You cannot identify with being sick. You cannot identify with being broke. You cannot identify with broken. You cannot identify with this stuff. Even though it's stuff that's going on, it's, it, might be, it might be something that happened, but it's not the truth of your life. You live beyond these moments. So here's my last thing. Ready? As my thinking in line with my identifying with Christ is my believing, is my believing with my identification with Christ, and is my speaking with the identification of Christ. If it's not, fix it today. Change your tomorrow. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that this, this season of identification is changing their life. They're never going to be the same again. They're going to put these safeguards to place. They're going to change and challenge their future. And they are going to become everything you said they become because of who you are in their life. Thank you, Father, for leading them, guiding them, and helping them greater than ever before. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Praise the Lord. Don't forget, watch these announcements. Got a lot of cool stuff coming up. Don't forget, we got team night. We got... You've got a bunch of stuff getting ready to happen around here at Relevant Church. The announcements are here. I want to see you at these events. I want you to come on out and be a part of it. We are getting ready to go to a whole other level of what God has for us here at Relevant Church. I love you. I'll see you Sunday. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.